Good evening, everyone. This is Brother Brandon coming to you live from Fort Smith, Arkansas, with another Fishers of Men video broadcast. And it is good to be here with you this evening. <clears throat> and um, I'm going to be talking about tonight. Um, tonight, I'm going to be talking. Uh, the, the title of my message tonight is Does Your Works Send You to Heaven? And um, so we're going to be talking about works tonight, and uh, just want to just kind of share some things with you tonight about what God has shown me. Um, I'm not exactly sure how long this message will be. Who knows? It could be 30 minutes. It could be 10 minutes. It could be 20 minutes. It could be 30 minutes. It could be 50 minutes. It could be an hour. I don't know. So we're just going to kind of just see where the Lord takes it. <coughs> and... Um, we will uh, just kind of just let the Holy Ghost lead. Amen. Um, so it is good to be here tonight. And uh, um, as you noticed earlier, I did a um, a live Bible reading. I'm hoping to do more of those in the future. I know um, probably a lot of you probably wondered where that was at. And, and it's been a while uh, since I did that. So... Pray for me on that. Um, my whole goal is to try to read the whole Bible. <clears throat> the whole Bible. And have it recorded on um, YouTube. <clears throat> or put it on YouTube and Sermon Audio. And so we got quite a... We, we, we were pretty far into it, actually. We're already into the prophets, so... <clears throat> after the prophets and minor prophets, and then it's the New Testament. So, we're just kind of breezing through it. And, uh, so, just pray, be in prayer for that, alright? Um, let's see here. Uh, announcements, there really isn't anything new as per announcements. Um, do pray for me. Um, as I am having some interesting times kind of happening in my life, so be in prayer for me and, uh, pray, you know, <clears throat> for God's, uh, leading and guidance. Um, and so I am actually going to be, um, uh, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to talk bad about anyone. Um, but I am actually planning on leaving Pepsi. Um, there's just a lot going on and, uh, there's so much going on right now with that. And there's just, there's just a lot of weird stuff happening that I really question and a lot of uncommon sense stuff that stuff that's not really common sense. <clears throat> so, I'm planning on getting out of Pepsi here soon, so y'all pray for me on that. Um, that's about as all I'm going to say about that. Um, prayer requests, again, uh, you know, pray for me, pray for my ministry, uh, pray for our brothers and sisters. Uh, I know Brother Joey, he needs prayer. <coughs> He's got, you know, his pain that he deals with 
So keep him in prayer. And, uh, yeah. Um, so if you guys have any prayers or praises, you can feel free to mention them in the comments. Um, either on YouTube or on Facebook. And, uh, so if you guys want to do that, that's up to you. Um, no pressure there. Um, what else? Tuesday, um, Lord willing, Tuesday we will be getting into, we'll be actually getting into Matthew 5. Um, didn't do it last week. I can't remember the reason why. It's been a long week. But this week we'll start it. We'll probably only do half of it. <clears throat> and half, the other half the following week. And then, um, I'm not even sure what I'm going to be teaching on a week from, a week from tonight. Um, but I'm going to try to see if I can get some more daily Bible, uh, not daily, but more live Bible readings up. Um, because we've, like I said, we've gone through a lot in the, I mean, we've gone through quite a bit of the, of the Bible already. Um, we're actually just, I think we're a little, I think if I remember correctly, we're like, I am like a little over half done with the entire Bible. Um, because if you were to take the whole Bible and split it down in half, uh, you would actually get like Psalm 117, uh, which only has two verses in it. And if you count, you know, one and two, verses one and two, the words, it's 33, which is the exact number of bones in your spine. So, we've already passed that mark. We're already into the prophets. So, I want to try to get some more of these Bible readings out. Um, I think it would be beneficial. <coughs> so, yeah. Um, other than that, I don't have any... I don't have any um, other thing other than that. So... Um, I guess we'll go ahead and get started. And if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Isaiah. Isaiah 64, and uh, we're going to go through 6 through 8. <coughs> Isaiah 64, 6 through 8. Now, so for those of you that know uh, and don't know, or for those of you that don't know, I work at Pepsi. And um, Pepsi is very strict. And it's, um, they're very huge on performance. <clears throat> and I don't want to, I just want to put a disclaimer out there. Um, this is not going to be a video of me bashing them. This is not going to be a video of me doing like a review on them this is a message okay so just just keep that in mind <clears throat> um but anyway so th they're really huge in the performance okay and um really to make a kind of a a long story short um I've been called into the office numerous times to about my performance and had some discussions I'm not going to say on here. 
<clears throat> with my bosses. Okay. Now, I will say there is a shocking thing that they said that I'm going to mention tonight that I might address a little bit, but I'm really going to really kind of show you what God is showing me through what they said. Um, because whether they realize it or not, what they said actually has some very strong spiritual meaning behind it. <clears throat> okay. And so I might kind of get into it a little bit to kind of show you that it has no implication on any business dealings, but it has more of a spiritual application. And I don't think, I don't know if they know, if they realize that's, you know, sometimes you say things and you just like, wow, you know what I'm saying? So, um, anyway, so what, what was really intriguing <clears throat> was my bosses, I got two bosses, um, that basically pretty much had said to me, you know, they said, Brandon, listen, you can come in here and work as hard as you can and still not make performance. Okay. Now, disclaimer, this is kind of where I'm going to get into the business side. So I'll be getting to the spiritual aspect of this here in just a second. So... When I heard that, because <clears throat> that's basically what they admitted to me, they said that you can come in here and work as hard as you can and still not make performance. On a common sense side, it does not make any sense. Okay? It doesn't make sense. And so, the system has got some major errors. It's got some really, really funky errors. Like, it's like there's cracks in that system. <coughs> Pun intended. Um, but there's cracks in, those, in that system. Now, <clears throat> I've heard stories of how people would throw 600 cases and... They would get, they would be over 100% performance. The 100% is kind of like the, the 100% thing, the 100% um, performance deal um, <clears throat> is kind of like their standard. And that's an extremely high standard. Um, especially if you're confronting someone that's not well suited for the job. Such as myself. Um, so you have this standard. They have this standard of 100%. So you can have somebody who's only pulling 600 cases. And doing over 100% performance. Okay. But then you have someone that does 800 cases, 200 more cases than they do. And they don't even hit performance. <clears throat> you see how that's really messed up? The system of that is all... There's some really bad stuff with that system. There's just cracks. And there is no common sense in that system. Because if 
let's get real here. Common sense would dictate that if you work hard, you'd have a high performance. If you don't work hard, you're gonna have a low performance. That's how it works. You know, the Apostle Paul, you know, he says that if you don't if you don't work, you don't eat. Okay? Let's pull that up here. Let's pull that up here on the, the Pure Bible Search software, which is a software that I use. <clears throat> By the way, I okay, a few second, um, few second um, promotional video. If you guys want to download the the King James Pure Bible Search software, um, there was a lady that did uh, wrote this software for Pastor Mike at Bethel Church. And this software is free. It is under the, the GNN, the, 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 let's see, what is it? The GNU public license, which means that anybody can tinker with the software. Anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. The GNU public license, okay? So it's under a GNU public license. It's free. It's a great resources. It has, it has a, it's a great resource because it tells you, you type in a, in a word, a phrase, in or phrase, and it will tell you how many occurrences are in the whole Bible. So, great resource. Go check it out. Go to purebiblesearchsoftware.com and download it for yourself. Okay? It's a great resource. I recommend it. I use it. There's other pastors that use it. Uh, I know another pastor friend of mine up in Minnesota. He uses it for his broadcasts. And I use it for mine. Pastor Mike uses it for his. Amen. So that's my kind of like 30 second promotional thing. Now, <coughs> getting back to this deal. Okay. So common sense would dictate that. So as I was saying, it doesn't make sense. How can you have someone that's doing that's pulling 600 cases and making performance or overperformance? Okay, now keep in mind, 100% is the the actual performance goal. You can only go as low as 95. Okay? So they have such an incredibly high standard <clears throat> that only very few people can ever meet. Okay? So and this is this is I'm not trying to bash Pepsi by no means. Okay, but we have to understand something. There is no common sense in this. Okay. How can someone who's doing 600 cases be over performance and yet you got someone that's doing 800 cases, which is 200 more, not even doing performance. Okay? And so my my whole deal is Okay, common sense dictates that the harder you work, your performance would be high. If you slack off, your performance is going to be low, right? That's what you would think. That is kind of like a normal person, common sense way of thinking. Okay, but Pepsi is not like that. They're more complex. <clears throat> okay, so when you've got somebody 
that has a low performance record, it usually, common sense would dictate that they're not working as hard, which I know I'm guilty of. I'm just going to be honest. I am guilty of not working as hard as I probably should. And I've got no excuse for that. Okay, but when you've got someone generally not working or just slacking off or on their cell phone constantly at work, you would think that their that a person's performance would be low, right? So, here, here's what I want to get at. If you're not working, if you're at work and not working, you're stealing. It's called time theft. <clears throat> okay? So it's just as like taking money from the company. Um, but I want, I, want to I want to turn to your attention here. So if you're not working, okay, Paul says you shouldn't eat. And 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 12, it says, Now them that are such we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. Okay, that's not the right one. I got to go back. I got to go back a couple verses. Okay. <clears throat> but you see in that verse that you, if you work, you eat. Okay, now in verse 10, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10, it says, For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. Did you get that? Neither should he eat. If you don't work, you don't eat. Okay. So, when you've got a system like Pepsi has, <clears throat> um, it's very hard to draw the line at, it's very hard to determine what performance is. Okay? It really is. It's a system that's very confusing, a system that doesn't make sense. Now I want to challenge I want to challenge you on something. Okay? If I'm told I have to meet 100% performance and for some reason I cannot do it and I work hard and do whatever I can to try to meet performance and I can't do it. And yet they're still and they are still wanting me to meet performance. Okay, let me tell you what the equivalent of that would be. If you got a person that's not fit for the job, and they can't make performance, and you tell them they must hit 100, that would be the equivalent of me telling you that, okay, in order for you to get to heaven, you need to be 100% sinless, you can't make any mistakes. You can't sin one bit. 100% is the thing. You can't do 99. You can't do 98. 100%. That would be the equivalent. 
okay? No one's perfect. I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. So to have someone who is probably not capable of doing a job or not, okay, not capable, they're not well fitted for the job. So, you know, to say that they have to meet 100% when they try their hardest and they still can't, that's like telling somebody that they have to they have to live a 100% sinless life. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. If I came on here and told you that if I came on and told you that the only way you can get to heaven is by your works, you have to you have to do this and you can't do this. You have to hit 100% and you can't even do it. What I just did was put a yoke of bondage upon you. I put a yoke of bondage upon you. Trying to get you to do something that you can't. Same thing with trying to take an unfit person that's not able to, to do the job because of maybe just because of how they are and tell them to do 100%. It doesn't work. You know, you see what I'm saying? So if there's jobs, I understand that these jobs have quotas and stuff. And so, but there's just, but their system is just really out there. You just, it's, it's, it's hard to define I mean, you listen, you, you can get somebody that looks like they're barely moving anything, and yet they're hitting performance, which makes no sense. Which makes no sense. So it's kind of like, that whole system's really goofy. It really is. It's just the most goofy thing ever. Okay. And... The analogy that I used about you have to have works to get to heaven. We're going to be talking about that tonight because we all know the answer. Does your works send you to heaven? Well, the answer is no. Okay, I could say no. Praise the Lord. We're done. Let's just be done and, and, and call it a night. We're not going to do that. But <clears throat> we need to look at Scripture and take a look to see why works is not going to cut it. Okay? And so I don't want you to misread what I just said. Okay, with that analogy. Okay? All I was doing was making a comparison to someone that is not fit for a job to someone preaching they must preach works okay it's both wrong you shouldn't be preaching works to get to heaven and you shouldn't demand anyone to do 100% if they're not fit for the job obviously if they're not fit for the job then they need to go somewhere else or you know fired which I won't go here or there but you know <clears throat> I'm just saying so with that said, we're done with that part of it, okay? 
Now, my boss, my boss is, is it's, it's very interesting. They, they admitted something to me. And it was really weird. Okay, because it was just as weird as, as, as hearing about the 600 and 800 person, okay? But they said that if you come in here and you work hard, you, you, could, you could work hard, as hard as you can and still not make performance. Okay? And just even that, okay, on the business side of things, it was, it, it's really weird. Even now, I still think it's really weird. Okay? It's, it's really bizarre. There's no common sense in it. But last week, um, last week, um, this past week, I was thinking about that. And God showed me something that I think is actually pretty cool. It has to deal with faith. Okay, it has to do with faith. <clears throat> and so, let's go ahead and let's dive into the scripture here, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. So, if you have your so if you have your Bibles open already, great. But if you haven't, Isaiah chapter sixty four, and we're going to read from verses six through eight. Six through eight. It says this. It says, but we are all as an unclean thing, and all of our righteousness are as filthy rags. And we all do fade as a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. And there is none that calleth upon the name that stirreth up himself to take hold of thee. For thou hast hid, hid thy face from us, and hast consumed us because of our iniquities. But now... O Lord, Thou art our Father, we are the clay, and Thou art potter, and we all are the work of Thy hand. <clears throat> so let me explain a few things here before we continue on. So the first thing I want to say is this, okay? Um, when my bosses had said that, when they said, well, you can work as hard as you can and still not make performance, that kind of got me thinking. You know, got me thinking last week. And I'm like, you know, there's a lesson there. For There's actually a lesson there. And the lesson is really simple. It's, it's really this, okay? You can say the prayers. You can do everything right in life. You can do this right. You can do that right. You can go to church. You can do... You know, you can you can do all these things right and still miss heaven. And still miss heaven. Why is that? Because if you can say the prayer is right, if you can do that which is right in the eyes of the Lord, and you can do all this stuff and yet reject Christ. You'll split hell right up. You'll you'll split hell wide open. I'll give you an example of what I mean. Take a look at all these mega churches. Sure, they preach heresy. They preach all these things, so they don't have the preaching right. 
But if you think about it, there are certain things that they may do which is right. You know, outreach, they'll, they'll do outreach, they'll do all these things which are good things. Okay, Freemasons, they do good works. Does that mean they're going to heaven? No. You can be a Freemason, you can be a Jehovah's Witness, you can be all these diff. you can be a Catholic. I mean, listen, even a Baptist, a self-proclaimed Baptist, you can be any of those, any of those groups and still do good works for God. Quote, unquote. But if you don't have Christ, then all your works, they don't amount to a hill of beans. In other words, you could do all the good works you want. You could do all the good works you want. But, and if you die rejecting Christ, you're going to split hell wide open. You will split hell wide open if you reject Christ, but you do all these wonderful works. You do all these wonderful works, but reject Christ, you will split hell wide open. Which means, just because you do good works, your good works are not going to give you entrance into heaven. You know why? Let's refer to this. Let's, rego, let's go back to the scripture. In Matthew 64, not Matthew, <laughs> there is no Matthew 64. My apologies. Isaiah 64, verse 6. It says, but we're all, but we are all as an unclean thing. And all of our righteousness are as filthy rags. So listen. If you're counting on your works to gain into heaven... You're seriously mistakenly, you're, you're wrong. The Bible calls you wrong. You know why? Because without Christ, you are a unclean person. You are a person with a sin nature, and all your quote-unquote righteous deeds are filthy rags to God. If you're lost... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter all the good deeds that you do for people. There's no amount of charitable work that you do. So there's no amount of charitable work that will gain you entrance into heaven. There's no amount of, of philanthropy work that you could do around the world. To gain entrance into heaven. You know, you got all these Catholics, okay, that will do good works. And yet, they reject Christ. And they, they split hell wide open. Okay. They split hell 
wide open. The Shriners. Well, Bryn, how dare you talk about the Shriners? They do all sorts of good things. Yeah, you're right. They do. They have their children's hospital. They have their circuses. They have their little pancake breakfasts. Sure, they do do a lot of good works. But they hate the name Jesus. Do you think they're going to be allowed in heaven? No. You die in that condition as a Shriner. You die in that condition. You just split hell wide open. Just because you do quote unquote good works does not guarantee you a spot in heaven. People who preach and teach that you need to do good works to get saved. That's nonsense. You're putting a yoke of bondage on them. Just like the illustration at the beginning of the video. If you got someone that's not as um, fitted for a job and you're expecting 100%, that's like someone telling, that's like someone preaching that um, you need to give, you need to, you need to live a sinless life. You need to live a 100% sinless life and never sin. In both instances, you're putting a yoke of bondage around them. I'm just being honest. I'm, listen, I'm not trying to knock Pepsi. I'm not trying to knock them. I'm not trying to do anything of that sort. I'm trying to be real here. Because we're talking about works. Okay, we're talking about works. Does works get you into heaven? If you're lost, no amount of good work will, will gain you entrance into heaven. Uh-uh. It won't. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. For, for, for you believers out there, okay? Here's my message to you for believers. Believers, if you... Once you become in Christ, nothing wrong with doing good works. But keep in mind on something. Don't get high-minded and don't think that you are something when you're really nothing. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. So believers, let me exhort you on something. Any good works that you do is because it's a result of you being saved. Do you know why? It's a result of you being saved because Christ resides in you. And it's Christ doing the work, not you. Christ is doing the work through you. So whatever good works that you do, you do because of what Christ is doing through you. So believers, I want to exhort you to not get so high-minded and, and think, of some, think something that you're not. Here's a verse for you. Okay, again, Isaiah 64, we're going to read in verse 8. 
This is speaking towards you believers. It says, But now, O Lord, thou art our Father. We are the clay, and thou our potter. And we all are the work of thy hand. Did you get that? You are the as a believer, you are the you are the clay, God is the potter. Does the clay do any work? No. The potter does the work. The potter does the work. Any good thing that you do is a result of God working through you. You know, when you go to a vase and you say, Oh wow, that's a beautiful vase. I wonder how I wonder how they created themselves. That sounds that just sounds stupid, right? Because a vase doesn't create itself. A potter made that vase. So therefore, if you go to a vase, if you go to a store and you see a vase that's beautiful, that honor goes to the potter. That does not go to the clay that made that vase. It's the same thing as a Christian. Okay, any you are the vase and any good work that you do, God gets the credit for why? Because it's him doing the work through you. You're not doing anything. You are his creation. We are God's creation. Why? Because we are the work of whose hand? God's hand. So if we are the work of God's hand, then you know that it's God doing the work. Through us. We're not doing the good works. It's Christ through us doing those good works. Why? Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. Which should tell you that good works will not gain will not good works will not gain you entry into heaven. It's only through faith in Christ that will save that will save your soul. Does that make sense? And by the way, if God is the one that gives the credit for all the work that he's done in your life and through your life, what makes us think that we can take that, take that credit? That credit goes to him. Amen? That credit goes to him. So, turn with me to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew 7. I hope this makes sense. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just trying to be practical. Matthew chapter 7. Matthew 
We're going to start from here in verse 21. It says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Stop right there for a second. Stop right there. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, Not everyone that saith, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone who says that, no one, not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Did you get that? Okay. Here's what's interesting. Let's continue reading. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name have done many wonderful, what, what's that word? works what I what what I'm, what is the message I'm trying to tell you guys good works is not going to gain you entry into heaven Jesus said so think about this there's three things mentioned here prophesied in thy name Cast out devils. Many wonderful works. Those are good things, aren't they? You bet they are. Will they gain you into heaven? Nope. Nope. As a matter of fact, let me challenge you on something. You read that passage... Where's the mention of faith? Where's faith in that? Where's faith in that? Faith is not mentioned there, isn't it? It's not. Why? Because it's only focused on works. Just because you do a good work does not make you saved. Hang on a second. Scratch that. We won. I, hang on a second. I screwed up on my wording there. How can I say this? You know, maybe I am, maybe, maybe there is something there. Okay, so just because you do a good work doesn't mean you're saved. But if you're saved, you will do good works. There, I think that's maybe a good way of saying it. So just because you do a good work doesn't mean that you're saved. But if you're saved, you will do good works. You know why? You'll do good works because you've got the goodness within you. His name is Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is the one performing those works through you. You're not doing it. It's Christ doing it through you. Now listen. 
Listen to verse 23. It says, And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. I think that just proves my point. Just because you do good works does not mean you're saved. But if you're saved, you will do good works. Because even wicked people do good works. But that doesn't mean that doesn't make them any more saved than the man on the moon. Shriners, of course, do good works. Their good works, you know, the hospitals that they do, the shriners, you know, all these things that they do. But are they saved? No, they're not saved. You see, do you know why they're not saved? Because they have no faith. Think, okay. Turn with me to Genesis 3. Genesis 3. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis 3, and we're going to start in verse 8. This is after uh, Adam and Eve fell. They Sin was is brought into the world, and now they're naked. Okay. Uh, no, let's go up to verse 7. Verse 7. It says, And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. Which, nakedness in the Bible is talking about shame. Okay, so they 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 were ashamed. They they were both naked. Check this out. It says, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. What do Freemasons wear? A lambskin apron, which is said to represent what? Their works. And they believe that that lambskin apron will gain them entry into heaven. Nope. Because Freemasons hate the name Jesus Christ. They don't have any faith in Christ. All their dealings is, is good works. And you see here that Adam and Eve sewed fig leaves together. They made themselves aprons. You know what those fig leaves represent? Fig leaves, those fig leaves isn't just man's attempt to cover their nakedness and their sin. But those fig leaves represent man's supposed good works. And those fig leaves really didn't cover them all. Why do you think Jesus said that your righteousness are as filthy rags? Your righteousness are as filthy rags to God. Adam and Eve sewed fig leaves together as their attempt to not just cover their sin... And their shame and nakedness. 
Now, let me ask you a question. Is covering yourself a good thing? Yes. So it was good that they wanted to be covered. But guess what? Their attempts to do so were bad. Because God then had to made God made them coats of skins, which shows you that there were there had to be an innocent animal to die in that place to make those coats of skin so they can cut so he can cover Adam and Eve. You guys, this Bible's right. Man's righteousness are as filthy rags. Listen, if if y'all want to sit here and debate with me that, oh, well, you need to do good works to get into heaven, my Bible says no. Because you know why? You have no good works. Man has no good works. Man thinks he's got good works, but man has no good works. Because his righteousness is as filthy rags. And the only reason why Christians, born again Christians, do good works is because they actually have that pure righteousness that lives within them. That pure righteousness, his name is Jesus Christ. Because the righteousness of believers is Christ. And Christ is the word of God. And the word of God is the one performing the works of through them. So all you preachers that want to preach on, oh, you got to do works. You got to do good works to enter in the kingdom of heaven. Listen, you're putting a yoke on people that they can't even keep. You're putting them in bondage. You are putting them in bondage. I'm just, I'm telling you. You're not doing that. You're not doing anyone any favors. Amen. Um, let's talk about faith for a little bit, because we see now that works is not going to get you into heaven. So what will? Well, <clears throat> faith is mentioned 247 times in your King James Bible. Okay. Now, Um, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What's that? That's Hebrews. That is Hebrews. That's he. That is Hebrews eleven one. Now. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 
verse 3 of Hebrews 3. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word by the word of God, so that the things which were which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Let's go down to verse 6. Actually, let's 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 read verse 5. It says, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found, because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. In verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Folks, you can do all the good works, the supposed good works, all you want to, till you're blue in the face. But that is not what pleases God. Don't you ever think that your good works will earn you favor with God. Mm -mm. Believers, be careful that you don't get into that mindset. Good works is not what pleases God. What is it that pleases God? Faith. Without faith, it is impossible. Folks, do, do I have to remind you what Jesus said in Matthew 7? I think we should. Matthew 7. Matthew 7. Verse 23. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Bible says that God is angry with the wicked every day. And these people that Jesus is telling that I never knew you, depart from me, ye that work iniquity, they weren't any more saved than the man on the moon. You know why? They weren't saved because they didn't have faith. All they boasted on was their works. Amen? This is why... Okay? Faith is what pleases God. Now, Romans chapter seven, uh, Romans ten seventeen. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing the word of God. Amen. You want to build your faith? Get in the word of God. Romans chapter five verse one. Therefore, being justified by what? By faith, we have peace. With God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by him. Christ is the only way to God.
And was it and what does it say? Does it say therefore being justified by works? Nope. Being justified by faith. Faith. Romans chapter 3 verse 28 says, Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Deeds is works, people. You're justified by faith. By the way, do you know what works are? Works is you trying to keep God's law. Nobody can keep God's law. I can't keep God's law. You can't keep God's law. So therefore, because you can't keep God's law, you, me, and everybody without Christ, we have no good works. We're justified by faith, not by works. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. It says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The just shall live by what? Faith. Nowhere does it say works. It says faith. And he that doubteth is and he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Second Corinthians chapter five verse seven. For we walk by what? Doesn't say we walk by works. It says we walk by faith, not by sight.
Philippians chapter 3, verse 9. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law. But see, righteousness. What did God say about your righteousness? Your righteousness are as filthy rags to God. And be not found in him, not have my own righteousness, which is of the law. But that which is through the faith of Christ. The righteousness which is of God by faith. Um, here we go. First Peter chapter. We're going to close with this one, okay? And then we'll be done here. Pretty. We'll, we'll be done here. Let me. Let me. Uh, let me uh, close with this particular one, and we'll be done. Okay. First Peter chapter one verse five. It says, "Who are kept by the power of God through faith on a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time." In verse 7 it says that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth be, though it be tried with fire might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Did you just read what I just read in verse 5? Who are kept by the power of God through faith. So let me ask you a question. Who keeps you? Do you keep you or does God keep you? Because if the answer is God keeps you, then you know who does the work. And if you know who does the work, then that means salvation is not of works. Salvation is by faith and faith in Christ alone is salvation of. So, at the beginning of this, at the beginning of this broadcast, I said, "Does faith send you to heaven?" The answer to that is no. Sorry. Rewind it. I think I said faith. I didn't mean... That's not what I meant. So, let me start over again. My mind's going 110 miles an hour. I apologize. I, I said the wording wrong. Let me restart again. At the top of this program, I said that the title of the message is, Does Your Works Send You to Heaven? Does Your Works Send You to Heaven? The answer to that, no. Your works does not give you entrance into heaven. Christians, 
You do good works because you are saved, because Christ dwells within you, because Christ is the one that does the work through you. That's why you do the good works. And you do the good works because you love him and you want to do good works for him. And all you lost people, your works will not gain you entrance into heaven. You can do all the good works that you want till you're blue in the face. But if you reject Christ, you will split hell right wide open. Do you know why? Because all you have to go on is your filthy, righteous works. I say filthy because it's unclean works. That's what your that's what your righteousness are. Your righteousness as a lost person is filthy works. You think it's clean, but it's not. It might be an actual good work, but Christ is not in it. Um, there's a verse it talks about how uh, let's see uh, build house or build the house Um, okay, here's a verse I want to, I know, I know I said I would end it, but hang on. Psalms 127 verse 1, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that built it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. That proves my point right there. If you're lost and you reject Christ, you can do all the wonderful good works you want till you're blue in the face. But if you reject Christ, you're going to split hell wide open because number one, you don't have faith. Faith is the only thing that will gain you entrance into heaven. And it's not just any ordinary faith. It's faith in Christ. Okay, so if you're lost and you don't know Christ, you can do all the good works you want. But except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain. So guess what? If you're lost and you're doing all these wonderful works, you're laboring in vain. Because God didn't build the house. Just saying. Going back to my, going back to what I mentioned about 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 my what my bosses said. My bosses had said to me, they said you can come in here and work hard and yet not make performance. Can I tell you something? 
You can do all the wonderful works, wonderful works you want. You could say this right. You could say that right. You could say all these prayers right. But if you reject Christ, you're going to split hell wide open and you're going to miss heaven. You can do all the good works you want, but that's not going to guarantee you heaven. If you want, if you want guarantee that you're going to heaven, it's very simple. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. All you have to do is repent of your sins, cry out to, to the Lord Jesus Christ, and ask him to save you. And he'll save you. It's not complicated. But man complicates salvation. And a lot of times, man will complicate salvation by attaching works to it. When Jesus died on the cross, he said, It is finished. Christianity is a done religion. What what do I mean by that? Means there is nothing else to do. I mean, there is the work is already done. It's called Christ dying on the cross for our sins and saving us from our sins. Christ, Bible Christianity is a religion of being is 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 a done religion. It is finished. <clears throat> Any other religion in the world that has works in it is witchcraft. Because witchcraft says you must do this to get this. You must do that to do that. And there's only two religions in the world. Bible Christianity and witchcraft. Folks, if anybody teaches... If anybody teaches that you have to do works to get saved... That is full-blown witchcraft. Jesus already did the work. He said it is finished. Your salvation is not dependent on your work. Because God says your righteousness are as filthy rags. Bible Christianity is about faith in Christ. And what he did at the cross. Amen. <sighs> How long have I been going? Hour and ten minutes. That's amazing. Um, that's all I got for tonight, folks. Um, listen, I just I want to apologize for a couple things. Um, I missed said some things. I caught myself. 
so I apologize. Um, I kind of got excited and I was just like, well, rambling on and on and on. So I do apologize. Um, I've probably miss, miss said some things. Um, listen, I wasn't trying and I apologize if I came off a little bit too strongly, uh, with Pepsi. Um, not trying to be mean or rude. I'm just simply trying to give you things that I've experienced to kind of put this in perspective that, salvation when you're saved you do good works because you are saved not to get saved in other words i'm really trying to put trying to use what i've experienced and incorporating it into faith and to show that works does not gain you entrance into heaven the only thing that's going to gain you entrance into heaven is faith in Christ. We are saved by grace through faith, not of ourselves, lest any man should boast, for it is the gift of God. Or it is the gift of God, lest any man should boast. I can't, I get, I get that really mixed up. Um, hang on. I'm sorry. I just, I gotta, I gotta like, um, Let's see if I can find it. You know what? <clears throat> Romans 6.23 will do. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Salvation is a gift means a gift is something you don't deserve but is given to you because God loves you. If you had to work, do work to gain a gift, it's no longer a gift. Make sense? Then it's a wage. And if... If you're if you have to earn a wage to get into heaven, if heaven is a wage that you have to earn, then therefore Christ didn't finish the work on the cross. And if Christ didn't finish the if Christ didn't finish the work on the cross, then that would make him a liar. Because he said it is finished. So think about that. By adding works to your salvation or saying that you have to work to gain into heaven, you're really calling, you're calling Jesus Christ a liar. That's what, that's, that's what you're doing. You're calling him a liar. Just saying. 
and Christ is God the Son, so he doesn't, God does not lie. God the Son does not lie. Mm -mm. Nope. God can send a, a lying spirit into someone, but God cannot lie. So if God cannot lie, that means God the Son can't lie. And if God the Son can't lie and he says it is finished, that means there is no more work to be done for your salvation. Christ paid it all. Which means that, salva that, means that salvation is strictly a gift and not a wage. And because salvation is a gift, there is no reason why preachers should be teaching You must do works to get into heaven. No. You do good works because you are saved, not to get saved. Remember that. Amen? Anyways, guys, um, went a bit long tonight. Hope you don't mind. Um, ooh, hour 15. Perfect. Um... I'm sorry I misspoken some things. I wasn't trying to, and listen, I wasn't trying to bash anybody. wasn't trying to bash uh, Pepsi, but I'm trying to use my experiences as an illustration as to why good works will not give you entrance into heaven. Okay? That's all. So I just want to apologize if I seemed I came off in a in a bashing way. I wasn't trying to bash anybody. I'm sorry if I said some things wrong. I caught myself saying some things wrong, so I do apologize. Um, but listen, I hope that God still can take this video and have a big impact on people's lives, okay? Um, I want people to be blessed by this. I want people to get something out of this. Amen. I don't want, uh, I just, I, I want to be a blessing. Amen. So listen guys, that's all I got for the night. Uh, remember Tuesday, I'm going to be getting into, uh, uh, Matthew chapter five. We're going to be doing half of that. Not all of it, but just half of it. Um, keep me in prayer. Keep our brothers and sisters in prayer. Pray for Joey. Uh, he can, he appreciates your prayers. Um, and, uh, just keep our brothers and sisters in prayer. All right. Um, don't know what I'm going to be preaching next week and Lord willing, I'm going to try to do some more live Bible readings. All right. So you pray for me on that. Um, other than that, that's all I got. Um, I'll love you guys. God bless you. You guys have a blessed week and Lord willing, we'll see you back on Tuesday. Okay. God bless you guys. Love you. See ya. Bye.